Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the Heart of a Youth Leader podcast. So good to have your company today. Uh, And it's a busy time. When is it not busy? But I've been reflecting on the story of Mary, the mother of Jesus, this week. uh, And uh, just realising that Mary is a unique person in so many ways, wasn't she? Mary was there from the start to the finish of Jesus's humanly earthly life. She's she's obviously there from uh, the Annunciation when the angel visits and says, Mary, you're highly favoured. You're going to have a baby uh, of, of our Heavenly Father. She's there at the birth, obviously. She's there throughout his childhood and his... Uh, development she's the one who at the wedding at Canaan is the person who says Jesus why don't you turn the water into wine and it's the first miracle recorded in the book of John Uh, and I find it fascinating that Jesus's response to Mary first of all is uh, mum it's not it's not my time but then out of obedience to his mum he goes and does it Mary is one of the few people standing at the foot of the cross looking up at Jesus hanging on the cross her earthly son God's child and is imagine the confusion going through her head at that moment of this isn't how it's supposed to end this can't be right I wonder how much she understood what was to come I wonder what moments what private moments Jesus and Mary had had and whether and how much Jesus had let her in on what he had to do or would he have feared that she would have tried to stop him so many things like that go around my head I wonder what I wonder what and then Mary is present at seeing the resurrected Jesus seeing her son come back to life after death imagine that moment for her so she's this unique has this uniqueness to her uh, and I've been thinking of uh, looking at the the words in Luke uh, chapter 1, uh, starting at verse 26, which is the birth of Jesus being foretold by the angel. Uh, and it says in this in verse 26, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a, name, a man named Joseph. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel goes to her and says, greetings, you are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. I love that, isn't it? It's like this angel appears and goes, hey, greetings. You are highly favoured with God because he is with you. I wonder what your response to that is. I wonder if your response is, I've just seen an angel or, or fear. What on earth is going on? Even though the angel is saying, this is good news, you are noticed. You are noticed, Mary, and you are favoured by your creator. Uh, no, No wonder she is afraid. But the angel immediately just says, don't be afraid, Mary. You found favour with God. Uh, and it's as if the fear just goes because actually God's peace casts out all fear. Uh, And it can be as simple as that, that when the Lord says, do not be afraid, we can let go of it. And yet that's such a hard thing for so many of us to grasp. 
Uh, and the angel goes on to to tell Mary the wonderful news that she's going she's been chosen by the Lord to carry God's baby. And there's the encounter with her, the well-known encounter with her when she asks, how can this happen? I'm only a virgin. Uh, and the angel answers in verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Uh, and the last two verses of this little passage, verse 37 and 38, really stand out for me. It says, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Uh, and I've been thinking this week about what would have happened if Mary had said no. What happens if Mary goes, I'm not willing, I'm not up for this, this is too much, you're going to have to find someone else. What would God have done? And I think we look through scripture and we see so many people who are examples of saying yes to God. But what would have happened if they said no? What would have happened if Noah said, I'm not building an ark, that's ridiculous. What would have happened if David said, I'm not going to be the king of Israel. That's ridiculous. I'm a shepherd boy. What would have happened if Esther said, I'm not going in for going to marry the king and I'm not going to stand up for my people. That's ridiculous. What would have happened? Because I think so easily we can think, well, God just would have chosen someone else. But I don't think that's true. Because for some unknown reason to us, God chooses only to work through us through people he doesn't he could do anything uh, and yet he chooses to partner with his creation to see his his deeds take place uh, and you know there's been a lot of stuff recently around the latest statistics on church attendance and uh, people who say they're Christian and all the census stuff that we had around we're no longer a Christian country and all those kind of things and the media love that uh, but 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 I can't help wondering where where God is in all that because there's no way God wants Christians to be in minority there's no way he doesn't want people to know him uh, and yet I I know some people who were like, yeah, but God's working his way. He'll do what he wants. He'll do it in his own time. But I wonder if there's a sense that some of us in the church in the West have been going, actually, no, Lord, I am not willing to do what you're asking me to do. Uh, or, or we're not even in that place of listening. Lord, what do you want to do? We're not noticing when the angel visits. We're not noticing when God actually wants to encounter us because we're so busy just getting on with our lives and we're so busy with our Netflix and our gym memberships and whatever's taken up our time that we don't even sit in his presence to even consider the fact that he might have something to say to us. Uh, and, and so therefore, what are we missing out on as the church in this country? What are we missing out on in our youth groups if we're not helping young people learn to hear his voice and to do whatever he tells us to do? So let's be reminded that no word from God will ever fail. And our response has to be like Mary's. I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Have a great week. Go for it.